All right, let's see if this works. I unplugged my mic. Audio quality is probably going to go down. Instagram is very picky with mics. I don't know why. If you're just joining us now, I apologize. We're having technical issues. We're going to see if Matt can join, and then we'll get this restarted here. Let's see if this works. There it is. Hey. So it must be my mic. It's weird. It, it's it, Every time I would do it, it would say, your request has not been sent. That's what it would say. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it must be because I have a mic plugged in. It thinks like I'm on the phone or something. Um, but that wouldn't make sense because it wouldn't let you live if you were on the phone, right? I don't know. I okay, we're Instagram. Gonna have to play with that. We're gonna have to play with that this week. Maybe we. Yeah. Well, I went on like an online forum to see if like what would work for Instagram, and everybody's like, Instagram is notoriously a dick with letting things, like having an option to use mics, to having an option to do any of that kind of stuff, like. It's extremely oh. tedious. People have been asking Instagram for years to let them do lives from their computers and they refuse yep. to let that happen. So like even like even on my iPad, like I can't yeah. use Instagram like in landscape. I can only use it like yeah. up and down. So hey, I mean, Nike Boy Jace is here. Hi Nike Boy Jace. He's one of my regulars on my right on. live when I do live stuff, yeah. Yeah. And and hello. Crystal can't read. Hi, how's it going? Mercury more. Um, yeah, yeah so, I heard him. I heard him making bubbly jokes earlier when I was having technical difficulties. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. Hey. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hey. We both have orange. No, I don't do orange. Peach. Oh, mine's orange. I don't really like the orange. I don't like the orange. I bought it. It tastes once, like I still have cans in the fridge. It tastes like <laughs> really, 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 really diet orange pop. It's disgusting. I don't like it. It's not good. I also have blackberry tonight too. Uh, strawberry is worse, but like orange is second worse. I like strawberry. Or, orange yeah. is the worst. Peach bubbly yeah. is superior. Yes, I agree. Yes. Um, it seems like there's some people here who are saw some like the figures I did. We are going to talk about that. Yeah. And then first, like, no, not, we're, not we we're going to dive into so. that in a second. I was just waiting for you to try. <clears throat> yeah. No. No. That's good. That's good. So. So anybody that doesn't know, we do a weekly podcast, and um, this is episode 30, and yeah, we had some technical <laughs> issues, but we're starting a little late, but welcome everybody for joining, I appreciate it, and uh, as you can see, we have a brand new logo, I've posted so it to the Instagram, and um, yeah, brand new logo, it's everywhere, you can go check it out, it's on the main page, I posted it. And uh, we're also now available on all audio podcast services. What? Yay! We're actually a real podcast now. Yeah. So <laughs> if you go to Spotify, if you go to Apple Podcasts, um, we also have an RSS feed. It's the audio-only version of the podcast. And um, yeah, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of loss because we do this as a video. So anytime we're talking showing off a, a figure or showing off any type of, you know, nerdy collectible or anything like that. Obviously the audio listeners are not going to be able to see that, but um, I did have a couple uh, coworkers and a couple people I know say like, Hey, I would love to just be able to listen to one Spotify. And obviously that's where most people get their podcasts from and everything like that or on yeah. uh, Apple podcasts. So 
we wanted to meet that need <coughs> and become, you know, a real podcast. So uh, we are now available wherever you get your podcasts. I have an RSS feed. So if you don't use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can copy and paste that link. It's in my profile. Um, yeah. Yay. And use that. So Isn't that that's the big reveal for the week on my side. But Matt's big reveal for the week is his three awesome custom figures. I would show them, but they, I don't have them anymore. <laughs> this is probably <laughs> yeah, a good well, thing because that's how I got the attention. Yeah, so if yeah, anybody well, who is either new to my page, because this week alone I have had a insane week of growth. And uh, well, most deservingly yeah, so. Mm, for, and for multiple reasons. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, between, hang on, my phone keeps kind of falling down here. There we go. I like it. Um, for uh, the beginning of the week when I gave my, I kind of posted, I think I posted on Sunday maybe or. I can't remember what day I posted. But anyway. Sunday or Monday? I think between the time I posted that I met up with Jesse to the time I posted the three the figures of the three characters, uh, Sentinel and Dreamer and Brainiac from uh, Supergirl, um, I think I've gotten like 700 new followers or something. Like, oh, it's that's like, awesome. It's fucking crazy, dude. Congratulations, so, And then we had the one pitcher. Uh, so Nicole uh, Maines, the girl who plays uh, Dreamer, she posted one of my pictures and I think it went up to the last time I looked, it was at like, I think it was like close to 40,000 likes or 30, 38,000 or something like that. It was fucking That's insane. Insane. Yeah. So, and then mine got pretty good too. Mine got like, uh, I think it's kind of crouching up to like six, 6,000 now. So yeah, it's last pretty, I looked, it was over 6,000. Oh, it was over 6,000. Oh, crazy. Yeah. I think it was yeah. 6,026 when I looked. <laughs> I think the last time I looked, it was like just over five and a half. So. But I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. Crazy, man. It's so crazy. I guess I can look at it. Yeah, man. Okay. Congratulations. That's so awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. So yeah, if anybody hasn't seen them, go to his page on uh Instagram at Customs by Matthew and check it out because it is it's he did great work and he's got three new customs up and they're <clears> they're awesome. They're they're so spot on, it's it's yeah, man. shocking. Well, you know, it's cool because like getting to collaborate with Jesse is really cool because like, so this yeah. is the second figure I've done for him. Right. And like, yeah. the thing I like about him is like, he's really good at telling, at exp like explaining exactly what he wants. Like, so yeah. like I'll send him a picture and then he will like magnify it on his iPad and get out his Apple pencil and like fine line draw exactly what he thinks would be better. Like the little, the little fixes. So it's like, it's nice because he leaves like nothing like when it comes to a part where I get stumped on, I don't want to have the opportunity to like just figure it out myself. It's like if somebody sure. can just resolve the issue for me, that's like the best case scenario. And like yeah, that's yeah. what he does. It's like when I can't figure out the hair, he's like, nah, you don't want to do it this way. You kind of want to make it kind of swoop over this way. And he'll like right. draw it right out. And like, honestly, after every single time we did it, I, I, I very rarely had to go back and like revisit it again after he would like draw it out for me. Right. So it was a cool experience. And then like, I, I think I had mentioned this to you and I may have even mentioned it on here before, but like the other really cool part of it is, is like, <clears throat> I get to see like the behind the scenes kind of side of it. Like, it's like, like all my reference pictures are all taken like by like the people who put on the makeup and the costume designers, right. they'll like take yeah. them for Jesse kind of in secret and then send them to him who then sends them to me. And so it's like, I literally have like 
all these costumes from every single angle. Any of the little fine detailing, I got close-up pictures of everything. So it like so made awesome. the whole... The hardest thing about doing a custom on a figure that's like doesn't have a figure either because like there's not enough source material to like kind of put something together but it's like that's the trickiest part is like anytime i have to freestyle a design like because i just don't i don't have a clear shot of it it's like it can be challenging and it can come back to bite you in the ass when things are supposed to line up in the front where you can see it and then you're like oh fuck not like it doesn't really work anymore right so but yeah it was uh it was crazy i met up with jesse on sunday and uh my wife kate came with me and his wife holly came with him and we just kind of like we grabbed a, a beer at the pub and and awesome. yeah we played with figures at the <laughs> on the balcony on the patio while he was kind of checking them out and stuff i was kind of walking him through everything and then the next day he brought them to set and then uh yeah he got yeah. pictures taken with all of them and they're all in full costume and yeah if anybody hasn't seen it it's definitely pretty i mean like honestly like for me it's this week's been like super humbling and like been um it's been crazy man like it's been surreal like the first time i did it it was pretty surreal but this time it was even cooler because it was for two people and like i even got to see the video of him giving the figures to them so it was like really cool to see how it all played out because it was all like a rap gift for them right they're filming the last episode of the show and that was kind of his way to like kind of finish off with them and just like yeah yeah Yeah. so i thought that was a i mean who does that like that's a super nice dude he's like i mean obviously me not knowing him but just from what you've said and like seeing the pictures he's done with you and everything like that like he just seems like a super chill down-to-earth dude and like totally that's that's awesome man that's that's so cool that you you know you've made that you know business relationship slash friendship with this guy that you know it's just like a cool nice guy so yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's sick, man. I like it. It's good. I, I love to see you getting more. the recognition for your hard work because it's it's just really well done. So it's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, oh, it's been like I said, it's been it's been like a super humbling week. It's been really like crazy. Yeah, there's been a few times where I've been like, oh, and even just from like up fellow customizers, right? Like I've had some guys reach out in public who like i have a lot of respect for and you know sure i know you know as i mean you know it's as an artist it's so easy to like critic right so and i am like you know very rarely do i finish a project where like i'm i'm fully satisfied with it sure but but uh your video feed is frozen right now for me yeah sorry my fucking internet's the worst it's okay i'm just letting you know just in case you, you fall off but no I, I i i can't imagine having the talent to create something and then see that work appreciated like that's a it's a really cool thing that i can't be a part of because i have legitimately zero talent in any artistic endeavor like i can't play guitar i can't play musical instruments i have zero art skills and like it's always something that i've respected because i can't do it that like mm-hmm. that's why i think i have such a like a strong connection with film and music is because I I respect the talent level of these people because I have zero talent in that, in those categories. Like I just don't have that ability. So it it makes me appreciate it that much more of like, wow, you can get on stage and perform in front of people. You can become this character in in a, in a movie or in a, in a TV show. And like, it makes me respect it that much more because I just don't have that ability. So 
to see your art and how well done the art is, how close it is to the real life characters, seeing the side by side between the the actor slash actress and and the care in the the um, action figure is just like it's mind boggling thing that you have that much skill in your in, in your you know in you. So it's awesome. thanks, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Of course. That's, and again, like I said, this is yeah, it's been. It's been a, I don't even want to say emotional. It hasn't been emotional, but it, there's been some points where it's felt emotional. Yeah. It's been good. It's been really good. No, it's, so. it's nice to feel the love, you know, from, from totally. the community that you've, you've made and, and from people that maybe didn't know your work and now get to see it for the first time. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's been, it's good. So yeah, I had a, I had a pretty fucking great week in that regard. I love it. But I also had shitty weeks in other regard because I found out I have to go to stupid Belmont next week. And for anybody who right. doesn't know what Belmont is, which is basically everybody, it's like this <laughs> shitty little fucking town that has a store that I work at. I work for a grocery chain and I have to go and help the store manager run the store because that store manager walked out and just quit. So I just I love that we're trying to build a podcast and you just shit on the entire town. Well, in fairness, it's like 400 people. It's like nothing. It's the worst. Yeah. All I'll say to everybody is don't go to Vailmont. It fucking sucks. It's expensive. My hotel rooms were $250 a night. Dude, like, you live in BC. Everything out there is expensive. I don't, I wouldn't pay that much. You wouldn't pay that much in Whistler. I don't know why they're, it's so expensive. I looked at it. I was like, there's got to be something wrong. I'm not staying for a month. My bill was like two grand. Jesus. Ridiculous. I mean, Ontario is becoming more and more BC like as time goes on, but like, I, I, it's still, it's so ridiculously priced out there. I just, it is. I get the beauty. I get the love of BC because it's, it's, it's a stunning, stunning place, but it is. The prices are just outrageous. Yeah, it's insane. I agree. It's the same as California. It's, yeah, it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like I lo- I love the idea of California in my head. I'm like, oh, California would be awesome to go to like be- to see visit. to live in to experience like all the culture and everything like that. But then I- once you're there, you're like, I'm not spending that kind of money. You're insane to live here and spend, you know, fortunes on on rent and fortunes on housing and stuff like. That. I'm like, I-, I can't do it. I can't bring myself it to is. do it. You know, it's definitely like a lifestyle. Like when yeah. I say like a West Coast lifestyle, like I'm like, okay, yeah. I get that. I do get that now. I used to be like, what's up with that? But now I get it. Yeah. You just have yeah. to stop thinking about it. It's like it's like my friend said, he's like, he's like, when you think about paying seven dollars an hour or a half hour to park, he's like, that yeah. sounds crazy. But then you need to find somewhere to park. So then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, it's only seven dollars every half hour. See the problem. <laughs> The problem is you're thinking about it. Just don't think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Just don't think about it. You gotta just yeah, you, you gotta disconnect from reality in order to live here. That's pretty much. One of my favorite podcasts. Uh, last last podcast on the left. It's like a true crime slash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've talked about mysterious stuff. Yeah, it's it's an awesome podcast. They're very very funny, but um, they always like when they're talking about like a, tr- a true crime podcast or whatever and they talk about like cops not being able to solve a crime or whatever they're like the problem is is they're thinking about it just don't think about it yeah just, don't think about just it. stop thinking about it and it's, it's fine <laughs> don't worry about it there mercury could be a murder out there just don't think about it <laughs> mercury more customs agrees yeah <laughs> but um yeah no i uh yeah i i'd love to live on the west coast but it's just i, I couldn't bring myself to do it i can own my own house here 
And dude, you know, your, that's all I need. Your first house that you bought, my down payment was like almost oh, yeah. double your house. It was yeah, like so ridiculous. my first house I bought uh in the city I live in in twenty thirteen was sixty five thousand dollars. That's insane. And my- I mean, now the housing market has changed yes. dramatically yes. here where totally. there is not a house in Windsor that you can buy for under $200,000, basically. Yes. But yeah. yeah, 10 years ago, Windsor's housing market was you could get a house, no problem, under $100,000. You'd be yes. fine. Yeah, I know. And it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's changed dramatically where the average home price now here is close to half a million dollars. But um, yeah. You can still find a house for around two to three hundred thousand dollars if you're looking, but yeah, yeah, you probably have it's, to go to certain spots though too. I'm sure, right? Yeah, for sure. But that's like here too. Uh, I, mean, you I think that's any, Natchez, but they're like you can. No, you don't I, have to spend I think a million here. I mean, if you want to live in downtown Vancouver, you have to spend a million. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to live, it's the same like as Toronto, though, right? Like, um, you know, you you go to Toronto, you're not finding a house for any reasonable price. It's any major city, New York you know, Los Angeles, whatever it's, that's the price you pay for living in a big city. And, and it's, yes. it sucks, you know, but it does, it does, you know, Indonesia, Indonesia. Is that where you're from Indonesia or you just really like that place or <laughs> not really sure. It's the main spot to travel to. <laughs> I, I would go anywhere at this point, but yeah, hell yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the two big reveals, I guess, for the week is we're on podcast we're on. services and Matt is rubbing elbows with the rich and famous and <laughs> and making custom figures for all these wonderful, wonderful actors and actresses. So that's... that's it, was, it was funny because yesterday on the t- Chat Migos podcast that they're not dolls podcast, Adam, yep. one of the host guys said, Matt, Matt's out there making custom figures for celebrities that's one of his things now (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean (laughs) it's cool in a way too because like these are probably characters that you know aren't like the main main you know uh uh superheroes you'd see in a movie or something like that so like it's cool that they probably wouldn't get a normal action figure made of them. Like, I, I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it, but like yes, there these is, companies that me. make, I can tell you that there is <laughs> from this. Yeah. Week, but I'm saying like, you that there is, but... there, yeah, I know what there probably isn't like 10 million people going out to no. buy, like, you know, and the, like, not ad bro is probably like, looking at like, super, yeah. right. right. And that's yeah. what I mean. It's like, Hasbro, if they're making like a new action figure, whoever makes, you know, Marvel, Disney, DC, anybody, they're probably looking and saying, okay, if we're going to press this new action figure, we need to make 10 million of them to make it even worth, you know, making or whatever, or a million of them or whatever the number is. So, you know, if there's 5,000 hardcore fans or, you know, whatever the number is, is they're probably going, oh, well, this isn't, you know, we're not going to make enough money off of doing this so we're not going to bother yeah. doing it and then they well, have you know customizers like you that are willing to step in and, and go oh there's a market here to fill you know yeah well it's it's funny because uh when i spoke with jesse on saturday or on sunday we were talking about yeah. it he said uh that uh shyler the girl who plays sentinel the black costumed character uh yeah. she was complaining to him about like three weeks ago about how so mcfarland owns the deep gets has the dc license for action figures 
Okay. But apparently he has like they either lost or the CW uh stuff has like expired. But since McFarland okay. has got it, he's done very little CW. I think he did like an arrow, I think he did a flash, and I think he did a season one supergirl and maybe a Martian okay. Manhunter. I, I can't remember, but it's under under ten. Like that's that's only a yeah. few. <clears throat> So she was compl- she was kind of saying to Jesse how bummed she was that like she wasn't gonna she would get never one. get a figure and in the meanwhile yeah. we've been he had we had been working on this for you know however long That's right? awesome. so it was really yeah. cool it was really cool that she finally got a chance to like get a figure right so and it's cool yeah, that yeah, I got yeah. to do that so well speaking of Supergirl I started watching it because of all the love you've been given from that cast and. Um, yeah, so I wanted to show them some love as as small way as I can. And I, I, I mean, I followed them all on um, Instagram, but uh, yeah, so I started watching Supergirl. I'm eight episodes in. Nice. And How's my job so for far? August is I am going to watch all of Supergirl by the end of August. That is my mission. I, um, yeah, I'm only eight episodes in, so I don't got much to say yet. It's, um, it's good. It's, it's. It's CW, so yeah, like there's an expected team, right? like that 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 yeah. That it, it fits in with like Flash and Arrow and yes. everything like that. Like I think the first season was actually on a uh, main network, and then it moved to CW. Yeah, I'm not positive right. on that. I think you're right. Yeah, but right. um, you could it definitely fits in with the CW shows and has similar you know vibes and themes. I wish the seasons were shorter. Um, I I would love if these seasons were like ten to twelve episodes instead of twenty to twenty four, yeah. but. Um, because there is a little bit of filler in there where there is those like standalone episodes where they have like the basically villain of the week kind of episodes where it's like, yeah. oh, you know, blank is coming in and fucking shit up. Like we got to go in and, and save the day kind of thing. But um, it's really it's it, it's a, it's a fun show. I dig it. The only problem I'm gonna have is I know that there's a lot of crossovers with Flash and Arrow. Yes, and all these other shows where they do these like big you know, four episode arcs between all the shows and I'm not going to dive into all the other shows at the same time. So there is probably going to be a little bit of loss there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I'm, that's, I'm, maybe you'll feel mission, compelled so. enough. Maybe you'll feel compelled enough to just get those episodes and just check them out. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched the first three seasons of both <laughs> arrow and flash. <clears throat> yep. I remember you saying and that. then I kind of fell off them. So, um, I dug, I really, really liked the first two seasons of Arrow and I really, really liked the first two seasons of Flash, but I felt like the third seasons of both kind of lost the plot a little bit and it kind of just made me lose interest. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I know there's like four or five different shows that kind of all tie into it. So yeah, I probably won't watch the entire seasons of those shows, but if it's a big story arc, I may go and watch that one off episode of Flash to understand just to get what's it. happening yeah. in Supergirl yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, um, so yeah. I started watching Supergirl. What, uh, what else have you been watching? I uh, I have to say that I have only watched CW stuff in very small doses. I've watched maybe two episodes of Supergirl on uh, the suggestion of Jesse, who I found when I wanted to get a better feeling for his character, I asked him which episodes I should watch. So he kind of gave me a few to watch. But the thing right. I think I like the most about them is like they're all like shot in my neighborhood, like in my old neighborhood. Yeah. So it's like. There'd be like parts where I'd be like, "Oh, I I used to go to that park like every day. Like it's like right across the street from my my old place." Is that does that take you out of the show because you recognize the place, or does that make it more mm-hmm. interesting for you? Because you, I guess I've only watched so little of it that it's hard to say for sure. But 
I don't know. It does definitely pull my attention away from what's happening because I'm constantly yeah, looking yeah. in the background and being like, oh, I, I, that's my, that's where I throw my garbage out. Church. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think almost all the, all the shows are filmed around Vancouver though. They are. They? Yeah. 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 They all use downtown. There's certain spots in like Cole Harbor, downtown Vancouver that they kind of use as like Emerald City and, uh, yeah, like all like the, the kind of fictional cities of the uh, CW. So that's cool. I think quite a bit. I know I've seen like pictures of like Flash and Reverse Flash fighting like on yeah. the street. I actually it happened one day. We were walking and they were in costume fighting on the street. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what I've been watching this week. So I actually ended up having a little bit of, I haven't had a chance all week. I've been swamped with everything yeah. that's happening online and work. Um, but I did, uh, start watch. I did start watching MODOK yesterday. I finally got a chance to start and I only watched the first episode. It's okay. It's not like, I don't hate it. Like it kind of reminds me of like, um, like, like I, I kind of see like some family guy in it a little bit, but it's obviously it's very not- robot chicken. Oh yeah. I guess I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. think that's because it's from one of the writers or creators of robot chicken. Oh, that would do it. But yeah. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't. I didn't find it overly funny. Yeah, I didn't find um, it that funny. I th- it was okay. It was entertaining enough that I watched a few. I think I watched three episodes. Yeah, I mean, I only watched the first one. I, it didn't pull me in. But again, I'm not the animated guy. As soon as I see yeah. animated stuff, it just I completely kind of loses you right away, right? Yeah. So it has to be very funny to keep me into it. Like I find, you know, South Park, you know, at least old South Park, very funny. So that's why I enjoy South Park. Um, You know, Rick and Morty at times I think is extremely funny. So um, that gets me into it, but I just didn't, I didn't get the humor. I mean, I got the humor, but I didn't find it overly funny for me personally. So it just didn't really pull me in, in that regard. So um yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to finish it just for the show, but like it, yeah. it was it was a pull it's to tough. get me to watch the first episode, you know. Well, we'll see. We'll see how you're feeling about it. If you make a second up, get into the second one, and if not, we can always just free ball next week too, right? So yeah, well, I I'll, I'll try to get it done just for the show and just at least you know half the season or something. That way, I can talk about it somewhat openly. But yeah, it just yeah, yeah it didn't really pull me in. Yeah, I'll probably finish it off when I'm in stupid nil. But I figured you would like it more than I did. Yeah, I figured I would too, just because the cartoon yeah. thing doesn't really bug me. So, yeah. Um, did you see that Shang Chi featurette that they put out? I think it was today or yesterday. Oh, it's only a couple minutes, but it got me fucking super stoked for what's to come. We can talk about well, that the rumor is a little bit. What's that? The rumor is it's getting delayed. Shang Chi is. Yeah. Really? So, because of COVID. Well, do we have any other stuff we want to? Uh, talk about that we've been watching before uh, we jump into yes, but, Marvel talk. Yeah, last thing, last thing. Uh, um, did you E-Man? watch... Oh, I like E-Man, Uh-oh. actually, kind of. There you go. I don't know. Okay, you're back. There you go. Um, okay, I did watch He-Man, too, yes. <clears throat> um, I liked He-Man. I thought it was okay. I mean, I'm not a He-Man fan, but, like, here's the thing. is like, I have a few who are hardcore He-Man fans, and who are extremely butthurt about this show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I mean, to me, they're more upset than I think they should be because it's just a show. And like, yeah. 
you know, I think a lot of people don't like the kind of like wokeness that kind of comes with it. Like, I don't agree with that part. But then when someone puts it into perspective for me, I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of get that. Like somebody made the comment where like yeah. they were like, this whole show is basically Tila getting upset that that Adam didn't tell her that he was He Man, basically, and he sat that he sacrificed himself for like the greater good and yet she's like holding it against him that like he kept a secret and it's just like nah I guess I get I that's true it is a lot of that yeah I mean I only watched the first episode I like that we didn't have to spend like I liked that it wasn't all about He-Man like it was and again as someone who's not a He-Man fan like I don't I know the characters just enough to know them by name but like not really um, but I mean, it was cool to me to like see like what these bad guys do now that like their main man is like not really around anymore, right? And like, sure. I don't know. So I, I mean, yeah, I, I, liked, I was I, I liked it. I was a passing fan as a kid, and like I'm talking young kid. Like me, me too, me too. That's where yeah, my yeah, like between the ages of three and six, probably because I was yeah. I was born in '85. So, like, I don't know, between 88 and 90, 91 era, maybe. Um, I was, I had a He-Man action figure. I had a Skeletor action figure. I had, I don't know, a few um, vehicles and stuff from He-Man. But, like, I was never, like, knowledgeable enough as a young kid to know, like, the plot lines, really, of the show. I would watch the show, but, like, it's long gone out of my head. Like, I don't remember what the show was really about. Um, it was fine. It, re- it was very nostalgic watching it. Like I, I, I didn't it looks think cool. it was. Yeah, it looks like an '80s cartoon. Mm-hmm. I like um, the, the voice acting is very, very well done. Very good. Um, it didn't bother me in any way, like the plot lines or anything like that. I wasn't enthralled enough to watch it like more. I was like, okay, that's cool. I- I'm done with that now. Like I'll move yeah. on. I watched. Um, it. Good. Yeah, I. I Look, I get being a fan of something and it not meeting your expectations and being upset about it. That's fine. I can understand that from a Star Wars fan perspective. I can understand, hey, something that you haven't got any new elements of for like 20, 30 years, all of a sudden coming back and not meeting your expectation, it sucks. Yeah. We got that with Star Wars. The prequel sucked. The sequel sucked. You know, some of them are fine. Some of them are worse than others. But I don't share generally, opinion, I think the I majority of the newest eight movies aren't very good. I think it's easy enough to say, even as a fan of the prequels and the sequels, for the most yeah. part. I don't love the sequels, but I like them enough that I like rewatch them if they were on. Um, yeah. But like, like to me, nothing comes close to the originals. No uh, mo- movies, anyways. Right. Like, I and, and that's what I mean, though. Is like, and, like Star Wars Rebels is the best Star Wars content outside of Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I would say Mandalorian. Only, I, 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 Empire is the only piece of Star Wars content, content, in my opinion, that's better than Star Wars Rebels as a whole. Like, I know you can't, like, compare it to certain episodes, because obviously being 25-episode series, uh, like, per season, they're going to yeah. also have a little bit of filler. But the overall story from season one to season four, uh, four or five, I, can't, I think it's four, um, to me, is like some of the richest, like some of the best Star Wars storytelling, in my opinion. 
Yeah, no, I, I feel that way about Mandalorian, right? Like Totally. Mandalorian's awesome too. Um I think Mandalorian's the best Star Wars content we've gotten since the original three movies. So Yeah. Um I love the Mandalorian. I love live action Star Wars shit. Like I would Me I would too. take two or three different more shows that is live action, you know, shows. I think Star Wars lends itself very well to a, a weekly or or you know binge drop of of a new show. But um I get the, I get like I said, I, I get the fan anger about something that doesn't meet your expectations. But when you're like flipping out at the creators or you know sending like awful tweets and stuff like that, like I can't stand behind any of that stuff. Like nothing, nothing makes me that angry where I want to send like super negative stuff out to people. Like to me it's okay to not like something. It's okay yeah. to, to say like, Hey, I wasn't a big fan of this. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't recommend it or whatever. And that's fine. But like to go out and personally attack, you know, stars of the show or, or writers of the show or the director of the show. Like to me, that's like, what are you yeah, doing? Man? Get a life. I know. I agree. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on the same page as that. Like to me, if something doesn't catch me, then it just gets left behind easy as that yeah. i don't need to no. i don't really care to spend energy on something i don't like like it just totally. like totally. I, don't, I don't really have it in me to give so yeah to... mercury saying are you guys excited for andor and kenobi and like absolutely yeah i, I can't totally. wait for because we both like rogue you like rogue one right oh i love rogue one yeah i thought you did yeah yeah rogue I'm, one's I'm the best of the newest that. eight movies yes i i agree with you on that yeah rogue, rogue one's great i'm more excited for kenobi but yes I'm yeah excited same for both yeah, and Book of Boba yeah. too. I'm excited yeah, yeah. I, I hope that makes it this year. Like, I hope it is December, like they originally hoped it would. I be, hope so. Yeah. That also kind of leads into what we were talking about a minute ago of 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 Shang Chi possibly getting delayed. Well, the rumor is that because of um, Scarlett Johansson's recent um, public lawsuit against disney about the um lost earnings that she um you know was privy to because she her contract is based off of i guess a percentage of the box office um take was going towards her that was part of her deal with disney and because they released it on disney plus day and date instead of a theatrical release that kind of um took away her earnings and um negated the box office take so she's suing disney now, they had already announced that Shang-Chi was going to be a theatrical release only, but now there's COVID outbreaks happening all over the U.S. again, and there's already talk that they may need to do another, a, a, a new shutdown of a lot of states because of Yeah, it's of getting out COVID. of control again. It's getting out of control again, and they're very unlikely that families are going to take their kids or their you know loved ones or whatever to the theater to go see Shang-Chi and since it's not going to Disney plus and now they're getting all this hate in lawsuits because of what they did with Disney plus and yeah. black widow that it's unlikely that they moved to Shang-Chi to a day and date release to Disney plus yeah. Um, yeah. so that they are probably going to delay it. I just so, read the article earlier today. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So question for you, where do you stand yeah. on that whole Scarlett Johansson thing? So, on the Scarlett Johansson thing, I think she's completely in her right to to get what she deserves. Like, if if I signed a contract that you were going to pay me this X amount and I get a percentage of the earnings from the box office take and it was part of her contract, 
that it was going to be a theatrical release and not released on Disney Plus, then that she is in totally in her right to get exactly what she was promised and what she signed for. And I think she should sue them a hundred percent. Now, if in her contract, it, it did say that it could be a day and date release on Disney plus and she still signed that. Well, that's, that's, that's her, own her fault. Problem. Like, yeah. Um, I think we now understand a lot of why they delayed the movie as many times as they did is because yes. they were hoping that the box office would be open. People would see this movie in droves and it would be another, you know, smash hit like Endgame and everything else where it was going to make a billion dollars and, you know, everybody was going to say, oh, you know, the theaters are back and everybody's going back to the theaters and that didn't happen. Now, did that not happen because it was on Disney Plus or did that not happen because people aren't comfortable going back into theaters? I feel like That's it's probably, yeah, I feel like it's probably a mix to a certain degree. And like, I'm on the same page as you. Like, I agree. I think a contract's a contract and I think yep. she's entitled to what she signed for. But, however, I'm also like, we're living in a situation that we've never really lived through before in modern times with the whole pandemic and everything that's happening. And I mean, I know, I mean, I always, I look at it this way, like seeing Black Widow a month ago, like it, it felt out of place and it felt like it didn't belong. I can't imagine waiting another seven to eight months for it would have made that much more of a difference. However, I understand that it probably would have stalled everything else because I can imagine that at this point, everything is going to tie to something else, at least in some capacity. So, But to me, the answer then easily is, okay, let's say she was entitled to 10% of box office take, which I don't know. I don't know what the percentages would be. I'm just throwing a number out there. So why don't they just say, okay, well, you know, 6 million people bought the movie on Disney Plus for $35. We are going to give you 10% of that take as well as your box office take, which makes you whole. Um, and then we're going to leave it at that. Like, I don't know if that was, is that, if maybe that's what she's arguing for. Maybe that's, I don't know. But maybe but, that's, maybe that's what they did. Like the thing that yeah. sucks is like, we'll never know, but like, no, you know, like who, like at the end of the day, she's just trying to get as much money out of it as she possibly can. So it's like, and rightfully so. I, to me, yeah, I, I like agree. I said, I if everybody's entitled to get what they deserve and what they are contracted to be paid. And like, yeah. I'm not ever going to be that guy that's working for a million dollar contract anywhere. I mean, I would love to be, but um, <laughs> I can't imagine having that kind of money. So when somebody says, this actor or actress is getting paid $20 million for a movie. To me, that's absurd in its own right. Like nobody needs $20 million. $20 million would last me the rest of my life, let alone yeah. for one. Yeah, you could live you know? off $20 million for their forever. I literally argued while I was on vacation, I could live off a million dollars for the rest of my life. Like <laughs> you give me a million dollars, I'm set for life. I would retire You're today. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I make. 30 to $35,000 a year, a million dollars would last me literally 30 years. Like I'm, I'm good. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, I can't imagine that kind of money. So to me, yeah, it's greed. $20 million is a lot of money already. And then if she wants, you know, 10% of box office take an extra 20, $30 million, that's absurd. Nobody needs that kind of money. But again, 
Um, if you know Robert Downey Jr. got paid fifty million dollars to do Endgame or something ridiculous yeah. like that, why is she not entitled to the same payday? Yeah, I yeah I don't I don't disagree with that part. I just I look at it in the grand scheme of like what's happening in the world right now too, right? And it's like right, I, but I, and and exactly what you just said, like. At the end of the day, like, it's not like she's hurt. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I don't know her situation. But, like, I can sure. imagine that Scarlett Johansson is not hurting for money. No. But I also no, can I understand her wanting to cash out one last time with the MCU, too. So I do get it, I guess. But it's just, yeah, I don't right. know. I, I, to me, I'm kind of just, like, fucking selfish actors. <laughs> but then I'm also, like, she did. I, I get it. I know contract. When it comes down to it, a contract's a contract, and I, I agree. With I just that, look at but. it too as like, it's okay. Like, is her talent level so far above everybody else's that she deserves that amount of money? I don't know. I'm not one to say that. Like, I think she's a very talented actress. So, yeah, I guess if that's what the and, going rate is for, and she's put in her time too. Like, yeah, no, I agree, but. I, I look at it too as like a sports athlete, right? Like totally, totally. These sports athletes are getting contracts for hundreds of millions of dollars for you know five years, ten year contracts, whatever the case may be. And I look at it and go, that's absurd. That's just greed. But I also look at it as how many people on this earth can do what they do. You know, who? How many? I hate Tom Brady with every inch of my body, but he is the best quarterback that's ever played the game. And how many people on earth can lead, you know, a team the way he has and won as many Super Bowls as he has? I guess one. You know, yeah. maybe there's 10 people on earth that can do what he did. So yeah. does he deserve hundreds of millions of dollars for his career? Probably, I guess, if that's what it's worth. And it's the same as her. Is like, is she, you know, a leading actress in the world? 100%. So how many people on earth can do the same job she, she did? Has. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Five people, 10 people? 20 people i don't know what the number is but clearly it's worth what it's worth to a studio to have her on you know a movie uh poster on on the credit scene of a movie and if they sign that contract and she signed that contract then she deserves what she deserves you know i heard that kevin feige even stood up for her too so he did he called disney out and saying like basically he's they're, they're hurting his talent for his movies because they they're, they're screwing you know main le- mainline actors over and he's gonna have a hard time basically finding yeah, finding people yeah finding people to sign these contracts if they're not willing to pay them appropriately so yeah that's true it's weird that but, disney of all people would do that too right right because it's just like it seems like they have the funds it's not like they're hurting like yeah but i mean it's like any corporation right it's the same as amazon like yeah you know amazon is one of the you know richest companies in the world and yet they pay a lot of their you know warehouse workers minimum wage i mean yeah you don't get that amount of money not being greedy and not being dickheads you know it's yeah i like disney movies i enjoy marvel i I, i'm not gonna shit on those movies but you know disney is greedy period yeah 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 i don't Um, know i i uh that's too bad. I hope but that also, we don't start seeing more delays because, like, really, if that's delayed, then we're gonna have to delay everything else too. So, well, like today, I guess Emma Stone came out also, uh, apparently ready to sue them for Cruella because Cruella was also day and date with Disney Plus, and she's looking into suing Disney as well for lost wages. Interesting. So, 
I always I thought think, Cruella was developed for Disney Plus, but apparently not. So. No, it was supposed to be a theatrical. I, it may have been theatrical at the same time. I'm not sure, but right, yeah. Um, I don't think it was. I think it I was mean, plus. yeah. I love Emma Stone. She's, I think, the most beautiful woman on the planet. So yeah, you're um, yeah. <laughs> but um, right. So I think if if you know several actors are coming out and suing them, they're going to be very very hesitant to release any future movie on Disney Plus day and date, and. Yeah, I think that means Shang Chi is 100 percent getting delayed. Like, I would put, I would put money on it at this point. I mean, at that time, I'll be ready to go back to the theater. I didn't for Black Widow because I hadn't gone through my two weeks after I got my shot, so I, I didn't. But like, uh, the here's the thing, and I, I'm kind of go back to what Mercury Moore Custom said. He said I personally re- prefer the Disney Plus releases. Split the cost with my friends to watch it, but I think Scarlett Johansson was kind of screwed over. So like. I'm the kind of person who will go see every Marvel movie like two or three times in the first couple of weeks it's in theaters. I always see it opening night on Thursday because I can't I'm I can't wait. And then I usually go Monday or Tuesday night with my nerd friends and then I usually go a couple of weeks later with either Kate or with another friend or something. So like the thing I like about this is like I'll I'll always want to see it in theaters because it's the experience. But yeah. I most likely will always pick it up on Disney Plus right after as well. And I'll probably just do the theaters once and then Disney Plus, you know, a couple times, right? Like, the nice thing I like about Black Wid- about buying Black Widow on Disney Plus was it wasn't a rental. Like, yeah. like I thought it was going to be like, you get it for 48 hours and then yeah. if you want it again, you have to buy it again. But you bought it once and it's there. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I can literally watch it like as much as I want and it doesn't really matter. Yep. So because I'm... That's the model they need to they hit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the, the things about me is like I'm I'm a repetitive movie watcher because I I have bad attention span. So like in order for me to fully Very get true. everything, I usually have to watch something three or four times. Yeah. So. I I'm on both sides of the page. I love the theatrical experience. I love seeing movies in theaters, but I also hate it because I hate People. kids on their cell phones. <laughs> I hate talking during movies. Um I always get a stuck around little kids in like r-rated movies that are like fucking annoying the entire movie and it drives me insane i don't want to pay six dollars for you know a coke drink to watch a movie i don't want to pay six dollars for a bag of popcorn um i think the theatrical experience needs to change and i think the way you change it is making it a more premium experience. I would pay $25 a ticket or $30 a ticket for a theater where it was way less people and, um, you know, uh, I don't know, like alcohol delivered to your seat, food delivered to your seat. Like if it was yeah. more of like a restaurant type experience, and I know here? they have those. Yeah, I was going to say, because we have that here. That's like a super common Yeah, we don't here. have those. We oh. can buy alcohol like yeah. before you go into the movie. But yeah. they don't have like servers or anything like that. Mm. But I don't know. I just look at it as like theaters need to change. Um, I, as of right now, prefer home home movies. Like I, I like the day and date thing because well, you generally have I don't at home too, right? You have a big TV, got good sound system. Yeah. yeah, I have the right setup for it. I enjoy not leaving my house. I don't yeah, drive. I don't want to go all the way to a theater. You know, going to a theater is a like whole thing for me. I, now, especially nowadays, people fucking irritate me. So I'm just like, yeah. the less I have to see of that shit, the better. 
like I I want to go see Suicide Squad in theaters with friends because that would yeah. be the first movie I've seen since Star Wars Episode Nine in 2019 yeah. or whatever the hell it was. Um, yeah. but I also realize that like a lot of my friends may not be ready to go back to theaters. And, theaters, yeah. Um, I have to respect that. I think a lot of people are going to be hesitant, and all my friends are fully vaccinated. It's not a matter of that. It's just yeah, it's still just a comfort. It's a comfort level, and it's like yeah. My one friend has already been talking to me about like, all right, when we going to see, you know, the Lions play in Detroit for the football season. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go this year. I would like to yeah. go this year, but like, yeah. I don't even know if we're going to be able to cross the border this year, let alone yeah. to spend hundreds yeah, of dollars knows, going right? to a stadium full of people. The U S is going, all their numbers are going way up. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's a whole thing. So it's just, um, I think every movie should be day and date and you can pay a premium cost if you want to see it at home or you can pay the cost to go to a theater. It's your choice. Either way, just make sure the contracts for actors and actresses uh, are are ready for that. Like, yeah, yeah, this is the future. Sorry, but like, yeah, that's where technology has driven is. And I know there's directors and stuff like Christopher Nolan, who absolutely, you know, Hate loves that. the theater experience and shoots yeah. his, his film specifically for a theater experience. Same as uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, to me, it's like there's not much difference between a theater experience and my home theater experience at this point. It's yeah. a bigger screen. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, happy Doll Killer says I'm in Cali. We have recliner seats and like bed ones, uh, but still home movies are the best. Yeah, so like on I'm in Vancouver and like that's how it is here too. We ha- I mean we have regular like theater style too, but like yeah. all the big movies also get the VI. They call it like. VIP cinema or something like that, and it's like they have food, they ha- and like the couch, like they they have kind of like they have love seats where it's like two people can sit. They have single ones that are recliners. They have like sure. the vibrating and the the yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like to me, like I love the the vibrating seats and the moving. Like I've ever done deep any of the. Have you seen D Box before? Do you guys have that? Yeah. yeah. Like I love D Box. To me, D Box is worth the money if it's like an action movie. If it's not, it's not really worth it. But. Like, I remember watching Star Wars and just having my seat just kind of, like, glide along, and I was just like, this is so fucking awesome. Like, it just adds to this experience. I I don't know. I, I'm one that, like, I like I like to drink while I'm watching a movie, and then inevitably that leads to I really have to pee during a movie. <laughs> and, like, I like being at home and saying, you know what, I got to pause the movie, back. I got to go pee. I, I want to go make some food. I'm going to pause at this point. Go make some food. Oh, my dog's got to go out. Take All right, break. I can pause the movie. Yeah, like, that's nice. It's a nice, like, I don't know. I just enjoy that aspect of it. It's like, I can have 15 friends over who are going to shut the fuck up and watch the movie. Or I can have 15 friends over and we're watching a fun action movie and we can all fucking laugh and point out shit together. And we're not annoying other people. We're only annoying ourselves. Yes, yeah. And yeah. that, like, if I could pay for a theater where I could go and say, Hey, me and my 10 friends are just going to rent this theater out and it's not yeah. an exorbitant price. I would do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know you could just, what Marvel's going to do. Uh, if, they have to, if they have to push Shang-Chi, I think they're in big trouble. I do too. That'd be bad. Because there's so much, it's so stacked at the end of the year. It's got three movies and two more shows. So it's like, if they have to put a pause on all that shit, that's going to be Three more shows. Problem. What's the third one? Hawkeye? She or Miss Marvel. Marvel. And what's the third one? Uh, Ms. Marvel. Uh, yeah. Hawkeye. So what? Or oh yeah, what if? Two? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What if? So, so what? What if? 
That's how much I care about it. I call it I know so what. Hey, speaking um, of which, I know we're gonna we're gonna go over time tonight for sure, but that's okay. Um yeah. Um did you happen to see any of the um action figure release? I'm I can't imagine you would because I don't follow it. So this week uh the Hasbro team revealed uh a Disney the second Disney Plus wave this year, and it's like mostly yeah. what what if based. So okay. there's like a T'Challa Star Lord, there's a uh zombie hunter Peter Parker or Spider-Man Supreme. There's a Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme. There's a zombie Captain America. Looks fucking nice. cool. Looks really cool. And then there's a Captain Carter. Or, uh, that's like uh, Peggy Carter as Captain Britain or whatever their Captain America thing. And then yep. Steve Rogers in the Hydra Stomper, which is like an Iron Man kind of suit thing. And it's yep. like, man, it looked. They all look so cool. Some of them, like I'm not, I'm not buying them all. I'm not going down that hole. But that was my next question. Was did I'm you pre-order them all? I'm pre- I pre-ordered uh, the Peggy Carter because I think she looks really really good. And I pre-ordered yep. the Hydra Stomper, the big Iron Man tech that the baby Steve Rogers goes in. And okay. uh, I ordered... Oh, there was Nebula in that wave, too. Uh, and then who else did I get? I think I just got... Oh, I got Sylvie, too. She was the only non-what-if character in the line. So, Cool. I just got Peggy. That was the only one. I, and I probably will buy Zombie Captain America if I see him in hand, like in person. But yeah. I probably won't pre-order. Yeah, I don't know. He looks kind of cool. I don't really have a home for it, but he looks cool. So, I'm no, I don't see him. But, like uh, ripped up clothes and like he's got holes in his body that you can see through and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. I could get into that. Yeah, how much? How how much do those like run? Like a new, those a new are 30, figure like that? Like, those are like thirty. Oh, that's 35, not bad. Thirty-five bucks a piece. That's not bad. Yeah, and then they the build a figure is the watcher. So when you buy the whole wave, each part guy comes with a part and then you put it together and you get uh the what if watcher cool yeah um yeah. but they're kind of stylized yeah but they're cool looking but i like them no i i think if the right figure crossed my path i would probably buy like one or two of them and i mean i know me so if i bought one or two of them that would quickly lead to 20 yes. or 35 of them but yes <laughs> um, yeah that's why i don't let myself go down that path is yeah, once i start that path it's going to be bad I'm going to have to, you know, let's get a second mortgage on my house because <laughs> I bought 14,000 figures, but, um, we're going to share the same background soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I just can't do it. I already spent enough on video games and shit that like, I, I just, I can't go down that path, but no, that's, that's super cool. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad there's some cool shit for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I was going to talk about before we got more into MCU stuff, just before we got, went too far down, which we may already yeah. have, but I don't care. Um, yeah, we're an hour in. Are you? Are you a Ghostbusters fan? I mean, I love the original movie. I yeah, love the too. cartoon as a kid. Me too. Um, the new trailer, I don't know, man. It just seems like it. it's... I think it looks so cool. It feels like it's just like, hey, remember this? Remember Barry's? Oh, it's so cool that we got this, this guy here. It's like, ah, I don't... I don't know. To me, it it looks like Stranger Things, the fucking movie, man. Like, it's a kid from Stranger Things. And it's like, oh, we got Bill Murray back. Here's the big. I'm like, I can't stand Bill Murray. I'm sorry. Bill Murray is the most overrated actor in fucking Hollywood. Period. I will say. I I don't find him funny. I think he comes off as a dickhead in every interview I've ever seen him. I think that's why I like him because he's like a total. He seems like a total. I can't get asshole. into Bill Murray. I'm sorry. I know that's probably outrageous for everybody that's listening to this, but 
I've just never been a Bill Murray fan. I like Bill Other than Ghostbusters, which I think the first movie's great. The second yeah. movie's fine. It's not good. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. It's just yeah, it's I fine. Agree. Yeah, I agree. It's just a good part two, but yeah. Um, I'm and see to me, the selling point of the new Ghostbusters wasn't that it had the old Ghostbusters in it. To me. Like everything up until that last part of the trailer, I was like, this looks so fucking awesome. I like the style and like the look of the movie, but I also am like why did we have to cast so young? Like a bunch of like twelve year olds. I kind of like that. I kind of feel like it'll do a really good job to be able to differentiate what we're looking at. I don't know. I I, I think, think it'll give them a chance just... to tell a different kind of story. I feel like I feel like going in the direction of having kids is like a really good way to kind of make sure you're not going to just rehash an old story because you have a whole opportunity to try something completely different. Look, I, I hope it's great. I hope it's it blows my mind when I see it. It's a movie I'll go see, but like all the trailers I've seen of it, I'm not. I haven't been blown away by. I haven't. It hasn't. It hasn't moved the needle for me. Of like, oh, I gotta go see this day one. And it was like, hey, if I have friends that want to go see this, or it comes up on you know Netflix yeah. or whatever, you'll, you'll watch it. I'll watch it, but like, I don't know. It's fine. It got me amped, man. Like, when I saw it, I was like, I'm ready. Let's do this. Yeah. It's, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, you think, like, the Halloween, the new Halloween trailer would have got me, like, bursting through my front door like a fucking Kool-Aid man. But I'm like, you know what? It, it just didn't, it didn't do anything for me. I was just like, eh, it's, it's more Halloween. Great. Yeah. That, I didn't see it for that reason because to me I'm just like I we've seen this I already know what this is. Yeah, it's I just want something new and creative and, and interesting and like I'm sick of the the demand for nostalgia where everything has to be remade and, and sequelized yeah. and like like I don't know, it's just everything now they realize that all the eighties kids are growing up. So now it's like everything's gonna be pulling from the eighties and it's just like eh. yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of over it. Like I love Stranger Things, but like we don't need everything to be like Stranger Things. You know, we don't need that nostalgia and everything. I'm not a Stranger Things fan, but for some reason this trailer really hit me. So yeah, it's the same. Um, like they were gonna make a new Die Hard movie, right? Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah, it was gonna be called McLean, and it was gonna be uh, Bruce Willis playing himself now, and also a young version of himself before. Before the first Die Hard movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, that would have been awesome. No, don't do it. Don't <laughs> don't, don't ruin Die Hard. You've already ruined Die Hard. But the, the last movie the North, sucked. That's the North American way, man. That's the way we do it. It's like we 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 take the definition of beating a dead horse to a new level. It's like yeah, it's like the horse is decapitated. Let's try to monetize this until people hate us. Yeah, I'm just sick of it. I. <laughs> I, I had this discussion like not too long. I mean, we're way off topic. But we're way off topic, but who fucking cares? Let's just do it. We were watching a hockey game, right? Me and a, a bunch of my guy friends, and uh, I said, like, I'm sick of being advertised to. Like, I'm sick of watching hockey, and I get 16 different car commercials. I've never seen a car commercial in my entire life that has made me go, I'm going to go buy that car. Me and Kate always like, make fun of car commercials because they're so like they they so don't sell a vehicle. And my friends like arguing against me. He was like, "Oh yeah, they they obviously sell vehicles, or they wouldn't make these commercials." And I'm like, 
Well, I get the aspect is you're you're getting the name of the vehicle out there. And that makes, you know, brand recognition and so on and so forth. I understand that. But to me, it's like, who's running out after they see a car commercial during a football game or a hockey game and going, yeah, I'm going to go spend 55 grand today. You know, I'm going to go buy the new F-150 or whatever the fuck. It's like, I mean, I don't drive. I don't need a vehicle. So that's Mm -hmm. part of my problem with it. I understand that. But... (laughs) I'm sick of being advertised to. I'm sick of everything needing commercials. I turn on YouTube and I automatically get two commercials. And then yep. six minutes into the YouTube clip, I get two Another more one. commercials. It's like, yeah. fuck off, man. I don't need to see, I, I don't want advertising. This is why I like streaming like Netflix and stuff is because like no commercials. Yeah, don't I don't need to it. see it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think if, the exce- only exception to the rule for me is podcasts that do their own commercials. Like I like, right. I agree. Like, yeah, like Conan, when he does his, they're fucking hilarious. And when uh, the guys on Smartless do theirs, they're so fucking funny. I totally agree with you. If you can make a commercial witty and like yeah. poke fun at the brand, bubbly. Um, it's what's for dinner. Yeah, exactly. Like you can have fun with a with an ad read and make it fun for the viewer or the listener and make it fine. But like especially during a three-hour football game or a three-hour hockey game, when you see the same commercial 27 times, because every commercial break is the same three same commercials, yeah. it makes me want to put a bullet in my mouth. It's like it does the opposite for you. It's like it's like you want to boycott those brands. My friend Chris has this ongoing thing where, uh, oh, what is that uh, sub place, not Subway, the other one? Oh, it's Quiznos? Quiznos. Back in the day, I don't know if you remember, they had that like chinchilla or whatever the fuck it was yes, during their commercials yes, know, and he was all like, he hated that commercial more than anything in his world and he's like, I will never eat at Quiznos because of this commercial and he never has. Every time we're in Toronto at Fan Expo or anything like that, I'm like, oh man, Quiznos subs are so much better than Subway, I'll definitely go get Quiznos. He's like, I will not eat there, I will go anywhere but Quiznos. Like, he's he like, refused to give money. <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, it has that effect, man. It's like, you advertise me enough and it makes me annoyed at your brand. I will never buy your brand. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, but I get you. I totally get you. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that topic, but Marvel. Marvel goes great with Bubbly. We're only in. <laughs> um, Refreshing and delicious. I- <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Uh, I don't even know what we really want to talk about with Marvel. Like, I, I, I mean, we've touched on bits and pieces here, but yeah. Well, I kind of thought the Shang Chi thing would be a good. I need to start saying Shang Chi because I know that's how you're supposed to say it, but I just cannot stop saying Shang Chi. I'm one of those people who would fight with an Italian person when I say it's called a sandwich, and they're like, "Oh, a sandwich," and I'm like, "There's no G. That's definitely a D, and that's a sandwich." Sandwich, Let's just not a cultural pronunciation, right? I mean, I it's it's like the the uh, I think it's UK people that you know garage, you know, it's yes. like garage, yes. or you know, or just different slant or like different terms for different things. It's like they call Trevor the trunk Noah of the car boot. Bit about that, Trevor Noah yeah. is an awesome bit about that. It's so funny. It's like I don't know. I'm just going to call it what it is for me. And if you don't like it or how I pronounce it, I apologize. I'm not trying to, you know, upset yeah. anybody, but 
I try I'm to be more Canadian, mindful, but I'm just it just comes out right because like yeah, yeah. But anyways, well, I, I always thought it was pronounced Shang Chi. So me, me too, me too. But, but it's uh, the same as any like you you get like any random actor's name. Bring up any actor that has like a, a different spelling of a name or a weird pronunciation of a name. It's like you look at that word and you go, I don't know how to say that, and yeah. it's not being. I'm not trying to insult the person, but I'm like, how do you learn how to say a word if you've never heard the word spoken to you? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's like I get that a lot with like names and shit like that. Like that's what I mean. A name that's spelled super weird. I'm, I'm like, I don't even want to attempt that because it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. How do I even say that? Or like, I I bike to work and I go by like street names, and I'm like, if I move to that street, I wouldn't even know how to pronounce that name of that street. How do you order a pizza to that street if you've never heard somebody say the name of the street? That's like, uh, is it, there's a street off of, uh, Erie Street and it's called, it's Pierre, but it, but people also call it Peary Street. And it's like, it's Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend that lived on, he's like, oh, I live whatever, whatever, Peary, Peary Street. And I'm like, that's Pierre though, man. And he's like, no, yeah. it's Peary, it's Peary. I'm like, dude, that's fucking Pierre. We had this discussion last summer at my friend Brett's house. Uh, me, him, and a bunch of our friends and his cousin, and like, um, yeah, he put up a poll on 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 Instagram. It's like, how do you pronounce this word? And it just spelled Pierre twice. And it was like fifty fifty, and it's like it's a Windsor thing. Is people all pronounce it, all all our street names weird? I guess that's probably not a Windsor thing. I'm sure they're well, actually no. That that is definitely a Windsor thing. Yeah, I but I mean, every city probably has that could speak English would look at that and go, "Oh, Pierre." <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it's Pierre. Thanks. <laughs> um, it's yeah, Pierre. It's a Marvel. Pierre. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here we are making Windsor jokes. Everybody yeah, here is like, "What the fuck are these idiots talking about?" <laughs> we go on tangents. We do. Sorry, not sorry. Um, no. But yeah, the reason I brought up the Shang-Chi because I, th- I thought it would be a good kind of like intro into the conversation about um, like the MCU moving forward. Because it's like, I kind of feel, I get like a, a different vibe off of this one. Like, I don't know if, have we ever really, I'm trying to think, have we ever really seen the dynamic of a father and son versus each other in the MCU? Like, I know we always get, like, hey, here's Iron Man, and his villain is bad guy Iron Man, and here's yeah. Black Panther, and here is black bad guy Black Panther. I mean, Tony Stark has clearly had, like, his daddy issues, but... Yeah, but never they've never been direct villain. They've never been the direct villain I, that I can think of off the top of my head. The, the, um, the uh, story that they're kind of setting up right now for what Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi looks yeah. like or is going to play out to me is very interesting because I feel like it's very refreshing. I feel like it's something we haven't seen before. And I feel like in some ways, the thing, the only thing that I feel like is really tying into the MCU is the Ten Rings. And to me, yes. that's a very exciting thing for the kind of one of the earliest movies into this next phase where we're kind of introducing everybody to new characters and uh, kind of stepping away from the ones we're so familiar with. I kind of just thought that that was like, I thought that feature did a really good job at like kind of laying out, you know, what's to come. And I don't know, man, it got me super excited, honestly. Like that last trailer really did it for me, but that featurette, it it didn't have, uh, I think it had a little bit of new, new footage, but nothing like telling or anything. Um, so, 
to me, oh, um, Mercury more. Hang on, I was gonna say, uh, hey guys, gotta work in the morning, so I gotta head out. But you guys are doing great. Proud of you, dudes. So the logo on the new platforms. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for being here every thanks, week man. and chatting. It's fucking very, very awesome of you. Yeah, thanks for coming out, buddy. Cheers. Um, Don't work too hard. No, I, I, uh, I think they need to change. I think they need I a do. different style of movie. And like mm-hmm. I said, I think last week or the week before. Is Black Widow to me felt like it just belonged in the last phase. Yeah. And this should have been the start of the new phase, or at least Spider Man yep. should have been the start of the new phase. And um, I think this probably should have started this phase just because it, it has a different vibe to it. And yeah. we're starting to move away from the Infinity War, the Earth based stuff, the, um, you know, like it. I mean, the Ten Rings seems very mystical and stuff like that, which. It's kind of a different vibe outside of, you know, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only real movie that's dealt with that, you know, like mystical side of things. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I, it feels like a different vibe. Um, and that's what they need. They don't need the same structure and um, plot lines that they've done 15 times in the 24 movies they've done is, you know, the origin story of, of, of everything is like, yeah, we have to set up this character because I think you know, it's a new character that many people don't know, but it needs to have a different tone. It needs to have a different vibe. The fact that it's a mostly Asian cast, I think will probably lend itself well to having a different tone and different vibe. Yes, in the movie. I agree. I um, agree. But I hope that whatever this starts leads into like the Eternals also having a different vibe and stuff. And it looks like it will, like it looks I don't even know what the plot of that movie is, judging from that Me first neither. teaser trailer or whatever. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it has such an out there, different style that it's hard to put in like a minute, two minute trailers. Like, yeah, without probably explaining what this movie's trying to achieve. Right? I mean, that, I feel, especially without confusing the shit out of some people, because I do right, feel exactly. like one of the biggest hurdles they may have is like, they've kind of become known for one particular thing. Right. And it's like, and you know, that might be a hard thing to uh, break out of. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully that's not the case, but because like, I do, I totally agree with you. And so the way I look at it too, is like she Hulk may have a similar style to Hulk, but they could really do, you know, a different kind of story to that is as what they be like Night Court. <laughs> Night Court? Remember, did you ever watch the show Night Court when you were younger? I mean, I, I know it, but I don't know how that lends itself to She-Hulk. Because she's a lawyer. No, I know. Or but... it could be like, or it could be like Judge Judy, or it could be like on Arrested Development, like Mock Trial with J. Ron Holt. <laughs> William Hunk is the song, imagine. Yeah. No, I... Like, I think all these shows could have such a different vibe to them and different plot lines that they need to achieve. They need to keep people into this universe and, and bought in. And, like, I think if they don't start changing their style, they're going to lose a lot. Like, I don't think Black Widow was a sign of people's lack of interest in the MCU. I think it was because of COVID. But I think that, like, say, Shang-Chi does come out in September and Eternals does come out in November and both yeah. those movies don't perform, then they're going to start worrying very much about like, oh, this isn't this isn't good, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, and, that's, that's a good point. It's very possible. Um, Obviously, they're going to try to knock it out of the park with Spider-Man. 
and they're going to probably, you know, that movie's probably going to do numbers as long as COVID doesn't close everything down again in December. Yeah. But they're clearly moving to a point where they're leaving behind the things we know and starting fresh with new characters and new things. And this is the time to really change it up and really, um, you know, change the style of movies, get new directors. And I mean, it's the same thing with, uh, I mean, this is a little off topic, but not, but like David Ayer came out, uh, I don't know, earlier this week talking about his version of Suicide Squad versus James Gunn's version of Suicide Squad. And he said like, the studio didn't let him make his movie or edit his movie the way he wanted to. They, they took his cut. They edit it the way they want. And to me, it's like, why get creative people involved? Yeah. If you you're know, not artists let them do involved. What exactly. Let them yeah. make the thing they want to make. Or why are you hiring them? You can. That's even, that's even can, like commissions. But it's like when I do commissions, like I've walked away from commissions after I've taken money because I've just said, right. Like, are you making the figure or am I making the figure? Like you paid. And that's what I mean, what right? I it's like, I understand like a studio is saying like, well, we're putting, $200 million yes. towards this thing. We want something that's going to make the money. And yeah. I get that. Me too. And you can, you can nudge people or you can say like, Hey, have you thought about maybe doing this or that? But in the end, you're hiring a creative person to make a creative product. And if you're going to start pushing the artists or actors or whatever, director, anybody, writer, um, towards basically what you want, well, then why did you hire them? Just make your own movie. Yeah, if it's what I, I want, why am I hiring you to make a movie, you know? Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. Um, I think the sooner that they realize that, uh, like, let creative people be creative, the better yep. products you're going to get. So hire different people to direct these movies. Hire different writers to, to write these movies. Get a bunch of new actors and faces in these movies because that's when you're going to get the most creative product and the different product. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's a... It's a shame to see that happen. And I feel like the other ones I think are notorious for that are like, I think Sony's notoriously bad for that too, right? You get yes. directors who want to do something and then they stick their nose in it and they say, well, we want this and we want this and we want this and we want this. You know, I look at, I look look at the Uncharted Ray. movie. What's that? The Uncharted movie. Did you end up seeing that? It's not out yet. Oh, okay. So yeah, they, everyone's they, saying how they hired- horrible it is, right? Even Tom Holland. Right. Well, Tom Holland's playing Nathan Drake. Yes. Who anybody doesn't know, Uncharted is a video game series on uh, exclusive to Sony. It's a, you know, four or five game story arc, basically about, uh, basically it's Indiana Jones, the video game. Like it's a treasure hunter exploring the world on adventures, basically. They're making a, a movie based off the video game that Tom Holland is starring as the main character, uh, Nathan Drake and Mark Wahlberg's playing like, uh, his mentor style guy named Sully. Both casting is terrible. Neither character <laughs> looks or acts or anything like the actual characters from the video game. And they went through, I think, five directors before they finally shot it. And apparently the movie's terrible. Like Tom Holland himself has basically come out and been like, yeah, I, the movie's not great. I heard He I hasn't heard said it in those Tom words, Holland's but thing. basically from his interviews, it's like, this movie's going to be dog shit. Be prepared. Yeah, didn't and, he say something like they tried too hard or something or... He basically said, watching his footage back, he tried way too hard to be the character and be like, um, like suave, like cool, yeah, cool looking dude, rather than actually play the character. And I'm like, have you watched or played the video games in any yeah. way? That's not Nathan Drake in any way, like <laughs> at all. So I got my cool glasses on. Am I? <laughs> yeah. So 
don't know. He's he's witty. Like he he makes like smart remarks, but he's not like I don't know. He's not that. I don't know. Yeah. So like yeah, that's exactly it. It's like Sony clearly is you know putting their fingers in the in the in the you know soup bowl. No surprise there. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunate when that kind of stuff happens because really, as soon as they start sticking their beak in it. Uh, that's when it ends up either sucking or it ends up looking the, exactly the same as everything else in the lineup. So, yep. And I think the problem is going to be, like I said, is if if the box offices start plummeting, that means that Disney's going to get their hands in the mix more and more because they're going to yeah. go, "What's going on here?" You know. So, well, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to think, like. They have to accept the fact that, again, and I've said this so many times on here, but it's like when you triple the content that you're putting out, you can't expect all of them to be blockbusters. Like you just you can't like you can't bombard people with that much and have everybody stay on board. Like, yeah, but I also look at it, too, as I think if we would have gotten all the movies last year and it just we didn't get a break at all, I think it would have been way harder for these movies to succeed just because I think there is burnout there. Um, yes, me too. After Endgame I think it's Spider-Man, also hard I, to... It's hard to compete with Endgame too. I know Endgame isn't the last movie in the series, but like yeah, it's pretty hard to compete with that, right? It's like you could never put Black Widow after Endgame and expect anyone to give even kind of as much of a shit. Like it's just... They're, they're no. Just, like the stakes are so much higher, right? Like, right. It needed it needed a breather, and that's what I mean. Needed, it's like, it needed twenty movies to get to that point. Like, it's right, and and that's what I mean. It's like it needed that year and a half break, and yeah. even then, I still didn't think Black Widow knocked it out of the park or anything. So, and that and that that's what I'm saying is like even with that break, it still didn't smash my you know hopes and yeah. dreams of what what a movie would be. So. If anything, I think it hurt it because to like we both kind of were on the same page that it just felt like another movie. It just felt like another entry into this world. But like really, yeah. like the consequences were nothing. The it the end of the movie, like that movie could be written out of existence and it wouldn't really matter. Like No, and yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I just think you can't go from world ending stakes to you know, making women spies as like your big bad as comparable movie plots, and yeah, the stakes weren't there. So yeah. um, I don't know. It's not that the movie's bad. It's just no, it, no. the stakes levels are so different. Your buy-in level is is so much lower, and yes, and that's what I mean. Is it needed a break? But like, if the stakes are different, like Shang Chi's stakes are on a very different scale on a on a you know mystical level or whatever it has a different vibe to it then you buy in that much more because it's something you haven't seen before if the eternals is like this you know space god type thing we haven't really got that outside of thor um so maybe that has a different vibe to it and then spider-man's dealing with multiverse stuff so that gives it a different vibe and all of a sudden you're like in a very different universe World. that we started in and that makes everybody go oh this is really cool they're doing different things we're buying back in yeah. oh i really like you know the eternals i really like angelina jolie in this movie or whatever whatever actor that you connect with is like all of a sudden you're like oh, okay well I'm, I'm back in I'm, I'm i'm hopping back on this train and then you move along and 
yeah, I, I I hope that's what they achieve. Is is like, oh yeah, you 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 may have gotten that year break, but now we're trying some new things, and I hope you know you come back. And then obviously, when you get start getting X Men back into it and Fantastic Four back into it, yeah, you're gonna pull in people there just because of the the you know the IP. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I think every outside of Black Widow, everything that they kind of have on the horizon feels different. Like again, right, the stakes feel different and. Like you just said, like the whole multiverse thing, you know, it seems like that's going to be a reoccurring theme through phase four, phase four. four, Um, So, yeah. So, like, I feel like that is going to make it again. It's going to make it feel like it works together, like the way Marvel movies usually do. But I feel like it's going to give it a refreshing facelift. At least I hope, because, yeah, like like we kind of said when we kind of did our review of Black Widow, it's not that we didn't like it. It's just that it was nothing new. It's nothing that we haven't already done. We've been through this. We've done it. And, like, the stakes weren't there. So, like, we, you know, the, you know, the fear for those char- for losing those characters we love was just not present, right? And it's just... Yeah. Uh, and like- it, felt, it felt like... Like done, it felt stale, like to me. Like, don't get me wrong. Like the action scenes were great, and like the acting was really good, and like we got to meet some really fun new characters in Yelena and in Red Guardian. Uh, but like, I mean, well, it just had the same vibe as so many other things, right? And, yeah. And like that—that's what I hope for with um, Doctor Strange, uh, whatever multiverse madness, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, is you know Sam Raimi's known for his horror vibe. There's rumors that this movie had more of a horror vibe. Yeah. I would like them to start going into different genres like that. It's like these all don't need to be action films. They can be horror films. They can have, um, you know, a more I, I guess Ant Man and stuff like that have more of a comedic vibe. Yeah, but comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They could have like a romantic comedy that's like offbeat and weird, and like they could do like a a weird, you know. I don't know, drama or, or whatever. Like they could do different styles of films that like kind of, I guess they have sci-fi elements, but like, what if we did like a really deep, you know, like Phoenix storyline where it was like a really hard sci-fi different style of movie where it wasn't yeah. necessarily like an action film, but it was like a space drama sci-fi film. It, yeah, you sure. could have a different vibe. And then all of a sudden you have like, you know, a very different feeling movie rather than the same action beats the same, you know, spy thriller type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird though, because like, I remember when Scott Derrickson was on board to direct the second, um, um, what's it called? Doctor Strange Strange movie. And he left because of creative differences. And the big rumor was that he wanted to go more in a horror direction, but they didn't. So it's weird to hear now that that may be, we may be kind of back at that point where they are looking at maybe doing a bit more of a horror element with it. It's interesting. It also makes me wonder if there's another reason why he left too. Well, I think there probably is, but I also think you don't hire Sam Raimi if you don't want a horror vibe. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, I mean, obviously Sam Raimi did the 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 Spider-Man movies, but I mean, he's known for Evil Dead. He's known for, you know, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Like, he has that weird. Think we'll, get a Bruce, think we'll get a Bruce Campbell cameo. Hundred percent, hundred percent. They'll be in there somewhere. Um, Shop smart. Shop as smart. Exactly. That's what I mean. Is like it will have a different vibe. And now with the Spider-Man movies, is like do do Spider-Man does Spider-Man continue in the MCU after this movie? 
I don't think so. I do. I don't think so. Because the thing is, especially bringing in the, 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 I absolutely think so. I think this is their opportunity to get him out of the universe is he's going to go into a different version of, of, of whatever. And that's how Sony takes him back is that he's going to go into the universe where Venom exists. But on the exact same contrary, on the contrary, using the exact same points, they could just write that off as being another multiverse version of Spider-Man. And it has nothing to do with our movie. Like you could use the exact same plot point that you're saying to say the exact opposite. But I think, they can they can play it both both ways, right? Is they can go, we're gonna take Spider Man back and we're gonna do a Spider Man Venom movie just in Sony has no part of the MCU. Yeah. And if that movie tanks, then they go back to Disney crawling and begging and go, Hey, Spider Man five, you guys want to uh work with Spider Man again? That was a different multiverse. He can come back, come on, take him back. But- but the thing is that you're forgetting is that Spider-Man is the highest grossing superhero in the world. And yeah. for them, for them to bench the most, one of the most popular superheroes ever created, like would be silly, especially because they have a, a Peter Parker that the majority of the public likes. Like most of the people but, that watch Tom Holland enjoy Tom Holland as Peter Parker. A, they're not benching him if they do their own thing with him. If well, they say Sony wouldn't be benching them, but what I'm saying is Marvel Marvel would be stupid to not want to keep working with that character, is what I'm saying. But regardless of what Marvel wants, doesn't mean that that's what they're gonna get. If Sony oh, wants no, to be greedy. That. Yeah, I understand that for sure. for sure. They can pull the IP and go, We're doing our own thing. Fuck you, yeah. Disney, fuck you, yes. Marvel. Yeah. And they can see how it works out for themselves. If they want to get greedy, they can get greedy. My point is 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 yeah, Spider Man is a, a you. A, you're saying you're saying that you think that Sony will use this movie to pull Spider Man out. My apologies. I, I thought you were saying the other the other way. I thought no. you were saying Disney. I think Sony. Out. If they see this movie do gangbusters, Sony is going to get greedy and go. We can do exactly what they're doing in the MCU on our own, and we're going to do it with our Spider Man universe. We're going to bring Venom in. We've already set up two Venom movies. We're going to bring in. Um, fucking Jared Leto's fucking Morbius. We're going to do that. We're going to do all this dumb shit and we're going to make our own Sony you know, universe of the Spider-Man universe. And then if those movies don't do well or they're not liked critically or whatever, they can always come back to Disney and say, Hey, do you want Spidey back? Take, give us uh, you know, a couple hundred million and you can, you can do another movie with them. And since there we, I mean, maybe there is planned, but we don't know of any Avengers movie coming up where there's going to yeah. be a huge, um, you know, combination of characters. Is they can, they're not losing anything. They're, it's not like they're going to do Avengers five and Spider Man's going to be missing all of a sudden. They can say, well, you don't have Avengers five planned right now. We're going to do our own thing, and then when Avenger five rolls around, we'll we'll talk. You know. Well, remember though, Avengers five doesn't necessarily have to be such a world ending event that everybody needs to be present. Like, I think that's the thing we're also going to have to get used to, right? Like when we have these no, team up think- movies, they're going to focus on a team specifically built for that movie. I don't think, you know, Avengers is going to start probably becoming more of one of those things that's like a rotating roster where it's not always the same people and it's, it's going to be like the comic books, right? Where it's like this week on the Avengers, we have Hawkeye and Thor and joined by five other new people, but. Next week, it's my opinion. Guys. My opinion, we're not getting an Avengers movie for 
a while. Four or five years. I agree. I don't see what happens. We're going to get the X-Men set up completely, and that that's going to be the next big battle movie of Avengers basically versus X-Men. Is We're going to have Sentinels involved, and it's going to be like, that's going to be the world-ending event. Is, is the X-Men humanity's end, or is the X-Men here to help? And... Mm-hmm. Then we need the Avengers in to fight these mutants. Government gets yeah. involved. We have Sentinels. Sentinels are destroying cities. That's that's the team up movie of like all these heroes fighting again. It's basically civil war, but with X Men versus Avengers. Yeah, and that's so where X-Men I see it going. Is like twenty twenty five, twenty twenty six. That's what we get after they have set up Fantastic Four. For after those. they have set up all the X Men. So. Yeah, I agree. I I honestly think before we see X, I I think before we see X Men versus Avengers, I think they'll have them work for the same. I feel like we'll get to see them side by side a bit before we get to that point. Like I feel like they'll say that. I feel like you'll slowly start seeing the groups divide because of their beliefs and how they feel like things should be. And like I think that'll be a slow burn thing. Like I don't think I don't think I don't think that. Because the thing is, is if you bring the Avengers back for the first time and you pair them off against the X-Men the first time, it's kind of a hard thing to do because it's like, how do you finish that, right? You don't want the Avengers to lose on their first time back, but you also don't want the X-Men to lose on their first big game out either, right? Like It's the same with like Civil War. Like, Nobody wins. Yeah, totally. Like, it fractures the universe, right? And it's like... It fractures the universe. People are on different sides. Yeah. Nobody really dies. Nobody really wins. Nobody really loses. It's just... Here's your huge action scene with all these characters you love. Yeah. They're not out for blood or to murder each other, but they're also on opposing sides and don't really have the same values or see things the same way. And where does that lead? And how does that change their morals as characters? And, you know, they team up maybe by the end and destroy all the Sentinels because they both realize the government is bad and have overstepped their reach you know, whatever, and then we move from there is all of a sudden, oh, wow, some of these X-Men have decided to team up with the Avengers and they're a part of the Avengers, and then others have decided, no, they're going to spin off and to be the Brotherhood of of, of Mutants. mutants. Yeah. Well, That's where I see it going. I guess we'll see, but I do think we'll start seeing mutants popping up in the next year, like, in their their own rights, not necessarily as X-Men movies, but just like, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Storm in uh, Black Panther 2. Like, I would not be surprised if we got our first introduction to Storm there. Or but. or, or maybe a certain um, character you know that decides to play Gambit. <laughs> I told Jesse Rath that I need to start campaigning, campaigning for him to play Gambit. So that way he can be in a, an MCU movie and I can make a figure of him in an MCU costume. There we go, guys. <laughs> Start, start getting that out there. Start uh, hashtag, tweeting. Hashtag Jesse Rath for Gambit. Hashtag Jesse Rath Cuban question mark. Or Cajun. Yes. Cajun. Cajun Rath. Just, just tag him and, and, and say he should be Gambit and, and send that to Kevin Feige and, uh, and Marvel yes. and Disney and see what happens. Yes, I agree. I like that. Uh, and then Not also good. tweet Bubbly. And tell them that we like their drink and we need them to give us give money. Give us it for free. <laughs> All right. Well, is, is that is that the it? Is that is that the end of the episode? That might be the end of the episode. 
think we've gone for about 90, 95 minutes. So that's fine. It's a long one. It's a long one. Well, thanks for uh, sitting through the uh, troubles at the beginning there, everybody. Yeah. No. And uh, it happens. We're not. We're not pros. Yeah, we're not pros. We're but we, we don't are know how things work now. So maybe slightly pros. I I I put things on Spotify somehow. And I don't and know how to do anything. So I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That when you said that to me, I was pretty impressed. I was like, hmm, yeah, you're good. The ladies were lining up outside my house. They're like, oh, this guy's on Spotify. Woo! They're like, we heard he has an RSS feed. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah. man, that makes me so horny. I love it. <laughs> ladies RSS love feed. RSS feeds. Yep, it's true. They're like, oh, yeah, man, I- give me some of that. And then I say good morning to them at 8 p.m. And then we give them a can of bubbly. Can of bubbly. Well, that's uh, that's everything for this week. So as that's we mentioned before, we are now on, on all podcast services. Woo! Check Matt's us out. doing follow crazy us. stuff. Like. What's that? I said tell them to give us a like and follow us. And Yeah. Well, now. like us, follow us. At Customs by Machu, at Moose Milk Media. Go to Spotify. You can follow us there where you get all the um, ep- new episodes will pop up. Sounded, and, like you um, said, sounded like you said, I smell media. <laughs> Instead of moose I smell media. Moose smell media. I smell media. Moose smell media. <laughs> That's a new thing. And um, yeah, remember to uh, add Janie Milnart. She did our art, our new logo. Yeah. Um, so please definitely go uh, throw her a follow because she does some great artwork and um, yeah, uh, follow her, like her stuff, and uh, maybe buy some things if she, if what she's selling. But uh, other than that, thank you everybody for watching, and we'll see you next Friday. Adios, see you, folks. Buddy. See you, man. <laughs>